So I've had the privilege over the course of the last like 14 months of seeing a bunch of Broadway musicals. Uh, twice I've had the chance to go to New York itself and twice I've seen touring shows in Pittsburgh. And I don't take that for granted. I mean, these shows are super expensive, even if you get them on discount, the tickets on discount. And uh, for a while there, we didn't know if we would have Broadway musicals anymore. It seemed really unlikely in the depths of COVID that the industry was going to come back from that disaster. So in, in both respects, I'm grateful to be able to go see shows again. But that doesn't mean I can't complain when I think shows are not very good. Case in point, Moulin Rouge, which I got to see uh, last November, November of 2021. Now, Moulin Rouge was the darling of Broadway just before COVID hit and then again afterwards as it came back. And like I said, last November, I was called to New York for a work trip. And because I got there a little bit early the night before, I was able to go see a show. And I picked up uh, tickets at a discount price on, on uh, Seat Guru or StubHub or something. And I was sitting in row F front and center. Really good seats for a show that I had been looking forward to seeing for quite a long time. If you're watching this on video, I'll drop in the uh, the selfie I took right before I sat down. Now, as I found out later, you're really not supposed to do that at that particular show. Most theaters, you can take selfies and video right up until you know they raise the curtain. But for this one, they have the performers are out on the stage as you walk into the theater, and they are staring you down intently uh, with with smoky gazes. It's really kind of intimidating. And for that reason, they don't want you taking pictures, but I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. So I did. And uh, then I sat down and settled in and got ready for the show to actually start in earnest. And the first act, I mean, really, it's, it's great. Honestly, you're so overwhelmed by the production design. It's all glitz and glamor and neon. And uh, it's, it's kind of amazing. And you kind of can overlook the fact that the plot is a little bit uh, shallow just because there's so much fun happening on stage and all around you. And the plot is solid. It's, it's about this boy, this songwriter or, or whatever, theater producer who falls in love with a courtesan at the cabaret. Courtesan? Courtesan? Anyways, um manages to convince her to fall in love with him and together they try to save the cabaret from bankruptcy by securing financing from a evil duke. Same same plot as the movie with Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman. And a standard show within a show kind of framing device that you see in 42nd Street, uh, a chorus line, the producers, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Hey, it worked for all of them. Why wouldn't it work for Moulin Rouge? So everything's going well into intermission, right? But then comes act two and the wheels fall off the train. I mean, there's some resemblance to the second half of the movie. Satine, the courtesan, uh, gets sick and is clearly headed for a tragic end. And then there's this, this love triangle between the boy and the courtesan and the duke. But then they add this whole weird drinking scene that makes no sense with tons of buildup that wasn't in the film. 
And worst of all, they abandon the very best part of the movie. The thrilling conclusion, the triumphant reprise, 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 reprise of come what may and the final showdown with the, the jilted Duke. They get rid of all of that. All of that. All of that is completely gone. Instead, the Duke just sort of disappears from the plot off stage left and you don't see him again until the curtain call, it feels like. And the boy, Christian, the songwriter, the lead of the musical becomes this sort of like toxic antagonist uh, when, he, when he thinks that the courtesan doesn't love him and he, he loads a gun and he threatens to kill himself and it's really kind of... Uh, disturbing and sad and small and not grandiose and not exciting and it doesn't build to anything interesting and it just sort of all falls flat and it really is like the most toxic reconciliation to a relationship I've ever seen in a musical anyways the courtesan convinces the boy that she really does love him and so he doesn't kill himself and then she dies because she's sick and we're done. The musical is over. Now they have a curtain call and they sing some fun songs uh, at the end and there's uh, confetti and laughing. It doesn't really fit with what just happened on stage. Doesn't have any significance to the plot, but I think they realized we ended this movie on a real downer and we've got to get the audience uh, to remember that they enjoyed themselves. So send them all out there again and sing some fun pop songs and uh, drop some confetti and balloons on them and call it a night. It really is that jarring and that threadbare and that disappointing. Listen, maybe Moulin Rouge deserved all the Tonys it won just on the sheer strength of its production design work, right? But man, it is the canonical example of the fact that the play that wins best musical is not necessarily required to actually be good. Maybe you disagree. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Hit me up on Mastodon or put a comment on this video or on the podcast and let me know what you think of Moulin Rouge the musical. Good, bad, ugly. I'd love to hear from you.